Hey guys, it is Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. No, summer is pretty much done and over, and it's no fall will be here, and the cool temperatures will be here as well. So get it over to Leon Tailoring. They can keep you nice and warm without burning a hole in your pocket. So maybe a little bit of a heavier jacket, or maybe a nice long sleeve shirt, or for ladies, maybe a nice heavier blouse, or heavier skirt, or dress. No matter what it is, you can get over at Leon Tailoring. Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy, they'll take care of you like they've been taking care of me. Almost 20 years since I've been here in Indianapolis, they've been here longer than 100 years. So swing up by Leon Tailoring and tell them Abdul sent you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Well, there's going to be a new head of the Indiana Chamber come January. The state's largest business advocacy group is ushering a new chapter by picking a new leader. Uh, Vanessa Green Sinders, a former Fortune 100 executive and a veteran policy strategist on the national stage, is taking over as the group's incoming president and CEO over our longtime friend Kevin Branniger. So, Vanessa, thank you very much for being with us, and congratulations and condolences all wrapped up into one. I'm going to say congratulations. Um, I'm very excited, and uh, thank you uh, for having me on the show. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. So I had a 20-year career in Washington, D.C., where, as you alluded to, I operated at the most senior levels in and around government. I was uh, chief of staff and policy director for two high-profile United States senators. I um, headed up uh, government affairs at the National Trade Association that represented the hotel industry, was chief of staff for a uh, think tank issue campaign that was focused on fiscal issues. And uh, most recently, I was head of federal affairs for, as you mentioned, Fortune 100 uh, cable and broadband company, uh, Charter Spectrum. And throughout those experiences in D.C., you know, uh, it was a diversity of experiences, as you can say, as you can see, I worked in telecom hotels, in government, outside of government, fiscal policy, and I am excited to bring that diversity of experiences and background to the chamber. Um, my husband, who is a native uh, Hoosier from Clay County near Terre Haute, um, he and I moved with our two boys to Indianapolis, and I have been um, consulting for a few different clients here in Indiana. And I'm very excited to take the um, reins at the chamber uh, next year and build on the strong track record and great work that has been underway um, underway there thus far. Uh, so, what 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 interests you in the chamber's job and the job as uh, head of the Indiana Chamber? So, uh, I am. I wanted my next professional opportunity to be focused on my community and Indiana. And ever since we've been here, I have found Indiana to be such a welcoming, um, community-focused, great quality of life. Um, and that has been just a really great experience for me and my family. And on the professional side, um, the Indiana Chamber is such a important statewide organization that acts as a convener and voice for the business community, advancing policies that support um, 
future prosperity and opportunities for all Hoosiers and being a part of that continued growth really excited me. And I felt that my experience and background would um, be something that fit well with, uh, with the chamber. Uh, so how did the interview process work out for you? Obviously it worked out pretty well uh, because you got the job. But what was what was that like sitting down with, with, with folks like John Thompson and, and other folks on the chamber board to, 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 to land the position? So, I mean, it was great. I loved every interaction that I had, as you alluded to. The Indiana Chamber has some exceptional business leaders and pillars in the community as board members and and being able to interact with them, hear from them, learn about their businesses, about the state, about what's important was really um, exceptional. And I, um, you know, it was a great experience. I learned a lot and I think it positioned me well to take on this role, having been able to have so many of those conversations. Our guest on the program today is Vanessa Sinder. She is going to be taking over the Indiana Chamber of Commerce, the state's largest business advocacy, advocacy group, or one largest business advocacy group in the state of Indiana from Kevin Branniger uh, come January. And so we're, luckily, we're fortunate enough to have her on the line today just sort of getting to know who she is and uh, what, what sort of her plans are. Uh, so, Vanessa, let's ask you, uh, what are your plans uh, for the chamber? Uh, well, let, let me ask this. Uh, let, let, me start, let me start by – let me just sort of rephrase that uh, – what does Indiana do very, very well with business-wise? Uh, where would you like to see some improvements or maybe sort of put your own mark on things? So um, I guess what I would start with, I think that I want to continue the and expand on the engagement that the chamber has undertaken across the state um, as the you know largest um, advocacy organization here in Indiana. I think we have a great opportunity to connect with our members and you know Hoosiers across the state, businesses across the state. And so one of the first things that I want to do is engage myself with all those members, with our staff, with elected officials, with policymakers, other external stakeholders, um, and really continue to grow and expand on the strong track record that the chamber has um, undertaken when it comes to being that convener, really take it to the next level and bring new ideas um, and um, opportunities. I think that, you know, you asked what is, you know, really great, what, what I like about Indiana. I think one thing that is um, significant is the breadth and depth of resources and companies and expertise and initiatives that are underway in the state. When you think about the state's commitment to uh, um, and work underway programs um, around advanced manufacturing, innovation, next generation agriculture, um, all of the research and, and university um, kind of uh, support and engagement across the state. Uh, it is just, 
Indiana healthcare, education. There are so many great people doing so many great things. And I think that that gets back to the chamber's role as a convener and advance and, and a entity that can advance those uh, priorities and policies that support Indiana continuing to be at the forefront of the future economy nationally, regionally, and make sure that Indiana stays um, and continues to be a place that, as you know, people want to live, work, and and um, do business. Our guest on the program today is Vanessa Sinders. Uh, she was recently appointed this week the new head of the Indiana Chamber. She'll be taking over in January from Kevin Brandon, who's held the position for quite a while. And so we're just getting to know, get to know Vanessa, who she is, uh, what she would like to do, and uh, what sort of her plans are for the organization. Uh, Vanessa, uh, one of the big challenges uh, that Indiana's had for quite a while has been workforce development, particularly education, not enough who's just getting that post-secondary education. And I'm sure you'd agree with me that not everyone needs to go to college in the 21st century or four-year school, but most part, unless you're like a major rap star athlete, uh, most folks need some sort of post-secondary education to, to really have the workforce development, to, to have those high-paying, high-wage jobs that we have here. Uh, what are your thoughts on workforce development? So I, I agree. I think workforce development is so important. And as you say, we need to think creatively and expansively about what that looks like. And not everyone is going to, you know, go and get a bachelor's degree, nor do they want to or nor do they need it. But there are so many opportunities um, in to participate in the future economy, you know, uh, when it comes to things like advanced manufacturing or, um, you know, technical skills that um, we should be making sure that we have workforce development programs that respond to that. And I think that Indiana uh, is can be well positioned to you know, continue to grow that. I think about the work that is underway, for example, at Ivy Tech is exciting. And, um, you know, I think that that's the type of, um, uh, you know, the, the role that the chamber can play is convening some of those groups, having some of those conversations and, and figuring out what else we need to do to, as you say, respond to um, that very real need. Uh, another issue uh, that's faced in Indiana, and it's faced a lot of places, it used to be that if you had good roads, a low, uh, low, a low tax rate, uh, a very productive business climate, that was enough to get the jobs uh, that you needed. Nowadays, people look for sort of those quality of life type issues, and sort of young people are moving to places, then sort of finding their jobs afterwards. Uh, your thoughts on that quality of life type issues, and, and what would you do to help improve Indiana's quality of life from a chamber perspective? So, so I think that's a great question. And, you know, I think that um, uh, continuing to think creatively about different, you know, resources, um, places, entertainment options, academic institutions, um, you know, as you say, young people are um, moving to places and then finding jobs and they want to make sure that there is, in a lot of cases, a diversity of resources and amenities available to them. So again, in Indianapolis, where I live, I think about what's going on um, on Mass Ave and with uh, the Bottle Works Hotel and um, some of the uh, 
very interesting and unique initiatives and shops and, and um, establishments along that corridor. Or I think about an entity like 16 Tech Innovation District, which is bringing innovation and entrepreneurship um, resources and support and a physical place to um, the city. And those are just, again, two close close to where I am in Indianapolis, but kind of thinking creatively and trying to provide that diversity of resources and amenities and making sure that people know about it, right? They know about all the great things that are happening in Indiana, um, I think is a big part of it too. So, and I think the chamber can play a role in both, both communicating all that is already happening across the state and um, helping convene different groups to support uh, more of those initiatives. Uh, Vanessa, I know another big issue uh, facing Indiana uh, is health and health care costs, whether it is the cost of a hospital stay or, or for that matter, uh, the fact that too many Hoosiers smoke uh, and are obese, overweight, and they just have so many uh, different health-type problems. I know the Chamber has been sort of uh, trying to get Hoosiers you know, to, to, to better take care of themselves, get health care costs under control uh, for a while. Uh, what would you do or, or what in your background would, would help Indiana, particularly when it comes to, to health and health care? Well, I, I think that's a very important issue, and I believe, I think uh, today and tomorrow, we have our wellness summit going on in Indianapolis, um, and I think, you know, I, it is, it is something that, as you say, the chamber is engaged on, and I think that um, shining a light on it, bringing people together, talking about what else needs to be done is something that I look forward to to convening and, and building on kind of the base that has already started. Uh, we're talking with Vanessa Sinders. Uh, she is going to be the new head of the Indiana Chamber come January 24th, once uh, our good friend Kevin Reniger steps down and calls it, calls it a career. Uh, uh, Vanessa, i got to ask you, uh, how does it feel to be the first female uh, to, head the, to head the statewide organization? Um, I, it, it feels good. I, um, you know, I... Uh, it is an honor and something that I am very excited about. And I, um, you know, I, I look forward to um, to the days ahead. Um, obviously, uh, you worked for uh, Scott Brown, former senator from Massachusetts. Also, I want to say uh, Judge Greg uh, from New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at uh, D.C. these days with all the – I joke and say Washington, D.C. is a town that traded malaria for politics, and I think it was actually a little bit better when it had malaria going on. We look at all sort of just sort of the, the hyper-partisan, you know, just sort of going back and forth that just turns a lot of people off to, to, to elected officials. Uh, how did you manage to, to negotiate all that, and what would you bring here to Indiana – I'll deal with our friends over at the state house. So I, um, my perspective and uh, approach is always to want to drive towards consensus, bring people together, and work together, and you know, you know, focus on the issue um, and put the the politics or the partisanship aside. And I will bring that perspective to um, to my job and role at the chamber. And I think that Indiana is really lucky to have some <clears throat> folks uh, in Washington who are doing that. I mean, the work that Senator Young did around the CHIPS Act and the um, funding for semiconductors, which is something that is very impactful to the state, um, is a great example. Uh, he worked with Majority Leader um, 
Schumer and the president to really put get that across the finish line and to your point, um, kind of peel back or, or push away all the partisanship to really get things done that um, help his state. Uh, Vanessa, I've got a couple minutes left here before I let you go. Uh, how do you balance uh, all sort of the, the business needs uh, of so many different businesses here in the state of Indiana? They have very urban, heavy urban centers like Indianapolis, Fort Wayne, Evansville. You've got a, a healthy suburban area and also a rural area as well. Yeah, I think that's a really good question. And, you know, I, as I mentioned, part of my background was working at the trade association that represented the hotel industry. And we had uh, a very diverse membership from the smallest uh, innkeeper, bed and breakfast franchisee to the biggest hotel company. And I learned and follow it to this day, you know, you need to have the feedback um, from all of your members, I look forward to getting out across the state in all 92 counties to hear from our members, big and small. Um, the Indiana Chamber is strongest when um, we are all working together. So my goal is that we, um, you know, we drive towards consensus. We listen to, um, you know, we listen to our membership, all of our membership, and we keep that forefront of mind as we move forward in our, um, you know, policy setting and priorities um, uh, as we go forward. Uh, final question for you. Uh, as you well know, uh, as well as anybody, next year is an election. We've got a presidential race, a U.S. Senate race, a, a, a very contested uh, gubernatorial race, and lots of uh, state Senate seats and House seats. Are you sure you want to come in 2024 or just maybe wait till 2025? <laughs> I know. I know. It's a good question. No, I um, I like the challenge. I like doing new things. And I think what better time to just jump right in and uh, uh, get to know people and really continue the, the great work at the chamber um, and uh, be a part of it all. All right. Well, our guest in the room today has been Vanessa Cinder. She is going to be the new head of the Indiana Chamber, taking over uh, come January once our good friend Kevin Brandiger steps down. So, Vanessa, first of all, uh, thank you very much for taking a few minutes to talk to us today. Congratulations on the new job and looking forward to, to many, many conversations with you uh, going forward. Great. Thank you very much. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.